0: Is that your book?
1: It's, it's a book. That's a nasty question. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. Kicking the can down the street since 2015. Horns up for some ice cream, bitches.
2: Woke up on the edge of a new bus. Half-cocked and I'm dying of boredom. Took a hit to find out what it does. I do it just because. Like a wolf in a henhouse, house Let's double the dose and get down Say what, say you're up And I'll come down always on the run Cause I can't tell you Where I'm gonna be Anything like yesterday You know I'll pay for it In the morning, free blood flying High on killing time And all I really wanna know right now Is where you gonna crash tonight
3: Welcome to Covers
1: and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined, as always, with the bicuspid LC. How are you this morning?
4: I am excellent. I feel slightly lighter from my recent dentist visit, if that's what you're asking.
1: I am, and before we get into that, I do have, uh, yesterday was the International Day of Slayer. How did you uh, celebrate? Uh, By not
4: having any melody around me.
1: That's not on the list of officially sanctioned methods of celebration for International Slayer Day. Would you like to hear the list?
4: I, I would, yes. Yeah, you can
1: either listen to Slayer at full blast in your car, listen to say Slayer at full blast in your home, listen mm-hmm. to Slayer at full blast at your place of employment, or listen to Slayer at full blast in any public place you prefer. So <laughs> um, those are the uh, ways to celebrate the International Day of Slayer. I listened to Slayer yesterday. At a very low volume, uh, we we uh, the wife and Ooh. I went down to the uh, view some of the carnage and the George uh, Floyd kind of memorial shit. So I didn't think it was appropriate to roll the windows down and blast some rain and blood at that point, but uh,
4: probably not. Yeah. No, but,
1: but anyway, uh, I, I, understood. I'll, I'll give myself a D minus for this year's International Day of Slayer celebration. You get a flat F though, man.
4: Well, I also didn't wash my beard for uh, four or five months.
1: Oh well, that counts. I'll right, think that'll give you a D minus too. Mm-hmm. Bump you up to okay. a passing grade. You're used to those. Fair enough. Got, yeah, got, that's G- what got consistent. you through Purdue. <laughs> Damn straight. D minus. Well, hey, um I understand that uh, you're you're one tooth less than you you were last we spoke.
4: Uh I am and uh and I I know right you were probably hoping... see. <laughs> I was
2: saying, I, was saying, I, was saying,
4: I can't wait for some kind of artwork with uh somebody erasing one of my front teeth here soon. Uh, did
1: you have a loose tooth? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hey-oh, that's right. You know, uh they they say that that hard rock fans have terrible dental hygiene. Yeah. i know right it's a a stereotype (laughs) but uh going into that real quick um you know, I've never had a cavity. Just, that's what I was going to ask you, was, was basically, if you're going to take a poll of, of who has who has better teeth on the, on the Cobra Show, who's, who's brushed their teeth better over the years, I wonder what people would say. Would they think that I was cleaner or uh. you're cleaner? I, I, maybe we should do a poll before just to see what the, the results are, and then that boom, it's revealed. But I, I still can't believe you have no cavities at your age. It, I mean, the fact that you've made it to 52 years old and no cavities. Is is pretty impressive, don't you think?
1: Yeah, but you know, I'm also like coming down with arthritis, so yeah, that kind of offsets it. I think you know,
4: <laughs> I was actually quite cavity free up till about the last couple of years, and everything's pretty much falling apart. Just like you say, I like to steer right in the skid. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I've done that with my mouth too.
1: With everything in life, man. Uh, here's a here's an avoidable uh, uh, situation, a correctable <laughs> uh, habit. Not gonna do a damn thing about it.
4: I, I, I threw my toothbrush away <laughs> years ago. I was it's like a, now, I'm just going to go right straight down. Right so, down so you to, to uh, you,
1: you got in, and what did they just yank it
3: out?
4: Well, I got in there. I had I, my back molar or whatever um, was hurting, and I got in there and and they, basically I sat down. and First off, you know you're there. You're like they go. Listen, here's your choices. We can do a root. <laughs> you can do. We can do a root canal but your insurance doesn't cover it. And it's going to cost you $3,000 or we can yank that fucker out and it's free. And I, and, and, and they go, but listen, this is a big decision. So why don't you think about it? Maybe we can reschedule. Think about it. Da, 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 da. And, and uh, I go, wait, you just, you just take it out, just take care of it. It's like, it's my back tooth. What do I need that it's for? It's the
1: pinky toe
4: of teeth. Yeah, it's just the back one or something like that. It's and like I an go appendix. There, I'm like, just get it yeah. out of and there. I, and I go, excellent. If, if if you do all this root canal, is still a chance that there's still... He's like, yeah. And, he's, and they do the thing. And they're like they're Right where the cavity is around the gum, line. I say, okay. You know what? I don't know when I'm going to be able to get back in here. Because it's post-COVID. I'm in a doctor. This hurts like hell. It's free and it gets rid of the pain. Go to it, doc. <laughs> and, uh, and and during this process I gotta tell you, when I when I heard him go uh oh a few times during this and I heard it crunching and, and if you've ever this this will this, persuade you, this is a PSA. I'm full of advice for the for the public. Brush your motherfucking teeth. Hmm. Because because this this one on the back, when they take a tooth out, for anybody that's an not of it, they take it they pick they wiggle it back and forth and back oh, and man. forth and they, they dope you up and all of a sudden you what you hear is cracking of bone. You hear <laughs> And guess what? It took two chunks, it, it, two chunks oh. of, of to, to take that thing out. He's like, "I have still some left." I was, they were at me for like an hour and a half yanking that thing out. <laughs> your with just, pliers. They got a big
1: plier. And your head's being whipped around. They got a... yeah.
4: I, I felt like that scene in Hangover or whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? God. Like they got, the, they got the, the wrench, and that's what it is. It doesn't matter what what kind of technology it is. When it comes down to it, they take a mother a wrench and just <laughs> get in there. So. Anyway, I uh, it still hurts you got, like you just hell. Just got
1: a channel lock, just just hanging over your mouth with a channel lock. Their foot on the chair.
4: <laughs> That's right. He, was, he just takes needle nose pliers. It actually smells like out. car oil. <laughs> oh God! But after after it's all said and it done, then they on it. That, well then they have to take uh, stitches. So they're in there with with mm. to t- t- put your gum back together. They're put, they're putting uh, threading you up with a needle and thread and everything. I'm like, this is so prehistoric. And the whole time, like halfway through, I'm like, can I just give you $3,000 and you put my tooth back? It was uh, bad. Anyway, so I suggest brush your teeth. And, uh, yes, uh, I have the worst the, – the, 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 for those that that didn't – wouldn't think so, I have worse teeth than you do. Hmm. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, it's maybe less healthy. Uh, I got a little bit of a, a, a gap here in the front um, that uh, is starting to spread. So – i was just pulling
4: a tooth out. Then my They'll head just it. keeps
1: getting bigger. Is all I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> the teeth yeah, stay this... the same size, but well, so you were you on a liquid
4: diet then for a little bit? Oh, uh... Uh, for like for like a day or two, you basically have to eat eat like a savage out of this side of the mouth. You know, like <laughs> 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 like that. Like that. You make you make sure. And the great thing about not having this tooth in the back, by the way, I'm going to eventually get an. A fake An implant or whatever yeah. in the back, like a faker in the back, because Gold? what happens, which, which you don't think about too, where you're like, hey, this tooth in the back, it's like you say, it's the pinky toe. Guess what? There's all kinds of shit that <laughs> that sits back there, like stuck. Like I'll brush my teeth, I'm like, oh, there was yesterday's lunch. <laughs> like just, just like here's a piece of meat from last Tuesday that just sticks in this just little. Just leave it in there, chunk. and it kind of works
1: as a new tooth. You don't have to get that.
4: Back. <laughs> just pile up stuff. Just just stick a, stick a couple pebbles back there, pack them it in.
1: Yeah, quite a job, dude. I mean, that's, it's, to me, it's kind of obnoxious that they call themselves doctors. They, they're basically just, you know, their schooling is no different than a mechanic.
4: Who decides that? Like, you know what I want to do for a job is I want to look into people's get right up in people's business every day and just smell bad breath all day.
1: People who flunked out of chiropractor school.
4: Oh, God. Or a p- podiatrist. or like, fuck it. feet. <laughs> it's feet or teeth. That's I'm going all in. What a terrible thing! I mean, yeah. nobody. I mean, nobody. Nobody likes going to the dentist. Not even the dentist. It's like it's like the Peter Chris of uh, of of, uh, of occupations. Uh, yeah, you don't see a lot of
1: dentist costumes in Halloween,
4: do you? <laughs> no, because nobody. <laughs> that's the worst selling costume. I mean, it's that and the proctologist uh, costume. For you know what I mean? Like gynecologist is great, but I mean, but, but think about it. proctologist and dentist. It's the same thing. You're you're getting close to something that stinks, right? Yeah, absolutely. This, this concludes the dental portion of the show. Uh, how are you on your end now that, I've, that I'm done talking about my mouth? You know, uh, all is well still. So, no updates. Ex- Excellent.
2: <laughs> Yara Hurricane.
4: On our our rock uh, talk music show, we're gonna talk a lot of music today.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, uh, I would, you know, I, I've given you a little credit over the years for being um someone that helped me kind of let go of personal property I've amassed over the years. You know, Ooh, uh, nice. while while I haven't done the complete house burning purge, I have yep. gotten rid of at least a half a tub of Kiss stuff <laughs> since uh, you and I first started talking <laughs> about this stuff. And it wasn't oh. easy, but it was the right thing to do.
4: I would love to see a chart of Kiss Tubs <laughs> like, in like a year. Just a slow graph of Tubs yeah. decreasing.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, actually, I, I, uh, f- a friend of ours, Matt Porter from the Kiss Room, I, I had a bunch of stuff I went through just recently that yeah. I purged. That uh, It was stuff that was might be neat for a collector to go through, but not a lot of value. Like, it wasn't probably worth the effort of trying to resell this stuff on eBay. Uh, sure. So I just threw it all in a box and shipped it to Matt Porter without telling him. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely did. I you left did. a note on top, and I was like, "Hopefully this isn't. Oh, when- Hopefully I didn't just UPS you a box of garbage, but I thought you might actually like going through this, some of this stuff." But yeah, it was like think- newspaper clippings, uh, okay. show reviews, uh, some Kiss fanzines from back in the day. But
4: did he already get it?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he ended up messaging me and uh, thanked me for it. So, oh, uh, it was excellent. well. Oh, there was a couple old Rolling Stones that had some like record reviews in there, but uh, you know. So I mean, like I said, not stuff I could really get a whole lot of money for. But I figured, you know what? I-, I actually thought he would enjoy it, and it turns out he did. But where I'm going with this is that you seem to be taking a little bit of the opposite influence from me. You have recently started your own Kiss room. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you you uh, have just gone on this kind of big splurge of vinyl. Um, would you like to get into some of your more recent music purchases? Like, this is kind of what I was trying to set you up for, but also how like I would also like how is this being received at home? Like you know, honey, where are we going to put all this stuff? You know, you're a guy who who doesn't like to have a like a, a JPEG or three in a file on his computer too long. He has no. to get rid of it because it takes up too much space. So what are you doing with all this vinyl you've been buying? Well, first off,
4: the the whole COVID thing is definitely. Uh, made you think, I need to buy some things that I really don't need because I'm <laughs> bored or whatever it is, and you just want some like little bit of joy showing up from a purchasing, there is some kind of like thing about that collecting.
1: On that note start... specifically, yeah. no joke, yeah. my alley neighbor bought a suit of armor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm that
1: crazy. And, he, and he's just walking around in the yard a couple
4: of weeks ago with it, and, like, and he got it from fucking Amazon too, of course. Oh my god. Anyway. That's that's when you know you're you're like finally I'm going I'm going full suit. Oh, he's full he's, suit. he's
1: going batshit crazy by the way. He cannot nice. wait for the fucking bars to open.
4: Oh. Man. I bet. Well, that's what I was saying. I mean, we can get into that later, but what do you do if you have a gambling addiction right now, <laughs> right? There's no casinos, there's no sports to bet on. Are you just down the street saying Scratchers. like that old late lady- no, you're like on your porch and you're betting with your buddies that that old lady is going to beat the other lady across the street or something yeah. like that for races. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? But anyway, going to my stuff, like, you know, what, what happens is sometimes people send me links and I'm a part of this thing called I am I am Vinyl Group. Really, people, I've never heard of that. Yes, yes, it's it's. I love it's, how you uh, just set that up, you prick. <laughs> what do you mean?
1: It, it, are are you a part of that group? Yeah, yeah. And somebody sent you a message. I don't know if you happened to notice, but there was other people on that message as well.
4: (laughs) Jesus, fuck. Anyway, so so I get... get, I sorry. Right, I'm concentrating on what's important, which is me. Yeah, okay? of course. So, so anyway, so I got a, a message from the I Am Vinyl group uh, member. One of the I Am Vinyl group members, Joey Haney, and it basically has a sale on, hey, there's a Van Halen box set of 45s from Japan of all their singles uh, you know, of the, of the Roth era, and it's $37, it's usually $150. So I go down this rabbit hole, I end up spending like... of various stuff, which I'll break down real quick. But but not until that day did I ever think I need 45s from anybody. Uh, I couldn't believe that
1: you bought this. You have a hard time listening to a full album and having to go pick up the needle. My Lord, you're just going to stand in front of your, your turntable. Uh, and wait for Pretty Woman to get over, then pick it up and then flip it over. You're never gonna walk away, man. You're gonna be which- Craig Smith close to your
4: turntable the entire you time. Motherfucker. Oh my god! Yeah, for that alone is the most exhausting purchase I've ever ever bought. Because I mean, you have got fan mail. You got what? Maybe four minutes at max. So yeah. you have to be back on that shit. If and fix you're lucky. It. But, but even to, to f with people, some of these singles, it, it's, it is definitely a cool package if you if you get it. As far as the. Uh, just the artwork and the, the finding out what the B-sides were. Okay, Pretty Woman, by the way. The B-side is Happy Fucking Trails. So not only... The,
2: <laughs> why would you
4: pick that? It's a one-minute bullshit song that's that's on, on Diver Down. That's even messing with you more. It's like, hey, you want to flip this over? Get, get ready. You, you're going to have to... Get, Take this needle up in about forty-five seconds. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I so I'm, I'm buying this, and it wasn't until it showed up that I was like, "What am I doing?" I purchased because everything there's a price point when you just say, "Fuck it, I'll get it." And that was eight dollar vinyl for for no reason. I bought Slippery When Wet. I bought Sublime's Greatest Hits. Hey, because it looks like a, ma- a matchbook is the packaging. That must be pretty cool. Why did I do that? I got <laughs> I got I got the entire band of Kiss and those pop rock. Things or whatever you call them—is that what it's called? Pop rock? Funko Pops. Funko Pops. I have I have the whole band because those were five bucks each. Um, by the way, some of them were more. Like Paul Stanley's got to be pissed the fact that he was five and Peter Chris was ten dollars on. That. Really? <laughs> yeah. So they had. They I thought they were all Paul five, Stanleys. but whatever. <laughs> no, but um... I got them when, and, uh,
1: when they first came out, so I paid full price, like a sucker.
4: Yeah, I, for eight bucks, I got I got Destroyer, I got Rock and Roll Over, I got. Mick Jagger's Wandering Spirit album, which I actually do like, but why the fuck do I have a vinyl of, 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 Mick, of uh, Mick Jagger with his shirt off on my, on my uh, collection? But I bought the, bought the Donna's album. I've probably spent close to four to $500. Well, I'll say 400 bucks in the last month or two on just stuff. Uh, cause, but I, I understand the addiction now, man.
1: Really? Because you've had it for a couple of weeks. I kind of assumed that about three quarters of this has been repacked and ready to be returned. No, uh,
4: I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. enjoying the process. I'm enjoying the ritual. Uh, I, I can't look. And, and, but that I tell you, if, if you are a music fan don't join the i am vinyl group because you will start spending <laughs> because if you want if you're on a budget because now i have we've come from uh, for you all anthrax on the because it's a double disc i love that album didn't even know it existed i love the artwork that's my whole thing about it is if the artwork kicks ass and i like mm-hmm. the album i'll probably buy it
1: you know what yeah. i mean no they they're very cool to open i still enjoy opening a record it, it it's very similar to to you know even when i was a kid when it was the only yes. medium but uh, compared to opening a new CD, it is you know uh, a much more pleasurable experience. It even seems to smell a little better. But I I, I got a couple things. I'll, I'll tell you this: one, if, uh, if if you're a noob, you might spend a lot of money. You know, someone like yourself, uh, but I I have tons of self control. I uh, I always use record store today to like over indulge. Uh, typically, sure. uh, I shouldn't say I use it. That's the day that I'll I'll go out with the idea I'm not going to get anything. And I'll spend like you know 150 dollars, and right. then I'll I'll feel shame and uh, like I, I, I wronged my family. We can't eat now because uh, I have uh, like you said slippery one wet.
2: That's right.
4: <laughs>
1: Which uh, by the way
4: I, sounds I, I, great. I oh, go ahead. No, I mean I, I went back to that and I was like, there's a reason this fucking album sold twenty million copies. I Absolutely, mean, it is stacked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, it's legit. It's a legit legit uh, great. Ah, three songs deep, then it's nothing. That's my
1: <laughs> L.C. impersonation there of, of every record review. Uh, that, that's why you, you stopped writing for Decibel Geek, right? Because that's really all you can come up with after every listen. Like, Which is what? Ah, of three, maybe four songs here. That's it. That's, that ended up being that's your whole awesome. review all the time. Pretty much. Uh, um, well, I picked up a couple things recently, but not, not to the... Uh, um, Amount of uh, shelf space that you've now taken up. Uh, yeah. I, I picked up. A, I don't know if you heard of the band Scorpion Child.
4: Yes. Okay. Which, I, which that, one?
1: I, I found a copy of their uh, record stores here have reopened. By the way. Uh, oh. Um, not, thought,
4: they, still have, they They don't let you. They like let you do like pickup or some bullshit here. No, we, so we actually you can we, wander we around. And, yeah. And do they,
1: it. As of okay. June first, I think it was. That's good. Um, now there's capacity issues, but most, if you know, most actual record stores other than Record Store Day, probably don't exceed that most moments of the day. But yeah, so I I, I found their their second record. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the title, but it's a double disc colored vinyl thing there. So I picked that up. And then, cool. uh, I don't know, on a random message exchange between Joey Haney and I, I decided I needed uh, the Foo Fighters Sonic Highways on vinyl, so I, I bought okay. that as well. I haven't actually sat down and spun either one. I've had them for a, over a week now, but uh, I'll get to it.
4: Well, that's, that's the whole thing, is that, like, for the vinyl, it took me a while to even listen. I haven't even listened to the, the KISS ones yet. Like, mm. I, I bought them, because there is something that still legitimizes gain-the-vinyl, because, you know, people... Music is art, you know, and I, and I really think that it's for, for the price, even though you're paying sometimes 20, 30 bucks or, or whatever for some of these albums that this is a piece of art and you can listen to it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like people put this stuff on the, on the wall and when, when these packages are put together so well, uh, yeah, I think that is what what I'm doing is I'm going back and trying to get that feeling from when I was, you know, 13 or 14 years old, getting, collecting stuff a little bit. So it's, it's fun. And, uh. I don't think it's too crazy for the cost,
1: and because he only listens to the show, so we say his name. I'll, I'll let him d- uh, duck out of this episode quick. Uh, Craig Smith. Uh, now, as you know, I have gone record shopping with him, and uh, yeah, he uh, he makes us both look like uh, amateurs with the. Oh, of course, uh, I, I honestly, I he he must make a lot of money because uh, I'm like Jesus. I <laughs> mean, I mean, and he's he had to fly home with forty pounds of vinyl that you went and bought at three stores. So uh, anyway.
4: Well, of course. Now, I'm just not. If you know that recliner, he actually sold it, and he just has a lawn chair in that room now <laughs> T- to to pay for some uh, a German pressing of The Monkees' uh, Greatest Hits or something.
1: I I can proudly say I got a virtual tour of his uh, his uh, the Crag Pad. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we we were probably a little uh, wrong. <laughs> oh, excellent! <laughs> it's it's much bigger than we described. I think he he would like it if we cleared the air, but. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, my whole thing is it doesn't matter how big your place is or how nice it is. If everything is Murphy, there's even more room. You oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, you just everything's in the wall, baby. 2020, by almost anybody's estimation, has been a pretty much a dumpster fire of a year. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it started with kind of the COVID stuff coming and hitting us in March. Um, the Murder Hornets came along in April, and then in, uh, <laughs> and then of course in May, uh, all the the stuff with uh, the, the George Floyd and, and how that all blew up into pretty much a nationwide issue. For anybody playing at home, if you had Tommy Lee releases new music for June, you have won. Uh, he uh, he's a affin- he's officially ruined the month of June by releasing two <laughs> brand new songs from his forthcoming solo album. Uh, that is how they go,
4: doesn't it? Go it goes. COVID riots.
1: They go COVID, murder hornets, riots. Tommy Lee's new yeah, music.
3: I mean. It doesn't suck.
1: Yes, it does. Things couldn't oh. get worse, is what I was saying during the right. riots. You know, while I was looting a uh, AutoZone. Um, of course. <laughs> I have no thank God I have no identifiable neck tattoos. Uh they're you know with they're never gonna find me on, on security no. footage.
4: Yeah. Give me a break. You can never have enough li- uh you can never have enough washer fluid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all I grabbed. Yeah, I just grabbed five cheap gallons of, shit. of blue juice.
1: <laughs> blue juice. <laughs> that guy has <laughs> streets. Just just watch out. a blaze of Clean. fire behind me. Clean windshields until
2: twenty twenty five, bitch.
1: All right, but uh, yeah, back to uh, I'd rather talk about Window Cleaner than Tommy, Tommy Lee's new songs. My <laughs> so God, he's, I. Uh, I mean, he he's his bar was already pretty low as far as what you would expect, yeah, and he shattered it. Like you've heard of the glass ceiling,
4: he's got the no. glass basement, and it got lower. So it Jesus, did. it did. I uh, I don't even know how to – maybe your impressions first, and then I can kind of summarize if you'd like.
1: Well, if you Just, didn't tell me it was a Tommy Lee track, I'd have no fucking reason to know it was him. He's really – other than when he comes in and goes, oh, blah, 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 whatever he screams there. Again, it's not like oh that's Tommy's signature thing, you know, it's fucking it's not even it, it's more um techno. And I know I know he's gotten into all that kind of DJ stuff, so that's not terribly surprising. But a lot of that techno stuff actually is it's not the heaviest beats that you can get, they're kind of stuff. So I don't know, there's one with a girl rapping and singing called uh oh, what's her the song is called Push Push. No, no, that's the that's the rapper's name, sorry. Push Push is the female rapper, and the other one has a song called "So That Song Is Called Tops," featuring Push Push. And then Knockdown <coughs> is a track that features something called Kill Vane. So yeah, I'm probably showing my hip hop cred by having no idea who either one of these people are. the The second one is a, probably a, a little more rock, but uh, yeah, they both fucking suck balls pretty bad.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like he randomly had somebody at, uh, over to his house and they were playing some other music. And he said, shit, man, I'll put my name on this. You know what <laughs> I mean? Do it banana style. And that's it. There's, there's no, you would never know. Like I'm saying, i it wasn't for the video. I mean, they got the, the girl rapper, all this stuff like that. I'm like, what is this? It is so bad. I don't even, uh, maybe we should just play a little sample of, uh, yeah, just pick any pick any little chunk <laughs> out, of, out, of these, out of these two masterpieces that he, that he put out.
3: I don't speak, I toss sparks. So devastatingly disastrous. It's almost hard to watch it move so fast. It's hard to that the you just When your girl met me, she figured you'd leave her. It's out of your control. What happens next? What happens next is out of your control. To your left, can you hear my heart bursting up my chest? Is it just me or is there something I could grab hold of? Hold up my souls up for sale. I'm golden. A textbook told me that I was disgusting. Mm, Fuck a textbook. I'm revolting. I mean, uh. you
4: got to realize this is actually what's. What he's doing as a result of not touring. So mm. there you go. Oh, this yeah. is so, yeah. this is this is COVID's fault.
1: Well, his wife happens to be on the line. Let me just ask her real quick. Hey, uh, Mrs. Tommy Lee, what did you think of these songs
3: when you heard them? This is mm. bananas.
4: You know what I think? I think we can we can better those songs and just add the bananas clip on top of them <laughs> over and over again.
2: <laughs> that would be a better uh, song. If,
4: imagine if that was that. If it was just a mix. If we put out a mix that said this is a new Tommy Lee song. It's just. How about it's just a beat and then just any random dialogue from, from that podcast <laughs> would be better. Just
1: I think anything. so, too. Yeah, I think actually um, silence uh, – <laughs> uh, uh, I, I could make a really tasteful joke, but I won't um, – or tasteless joke, I should say. Uh, do you think this is uh, playing or uh, getting on a regular rotation on the uh, CGCM's brand
4: new radio network? It's uh, C-G-O-P-P, you know me.
1: So the boys were teasing a big announcement, and I was expecting them Ooh. to say something like um, they were moving to America. Uh, you know, a real country, <laughs> uh, but uh, not, stand on America's hat. Although right now, right now, uh, I, I, yeah. I would I, I would advise against it. But no, their big announcement was that yeah, they're going to a full uh, twenty four hours a day a radio station. I, I, I don't know if that means no more podcast because I didn't listen to the announcement, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, you, you can go to, to their their website cgcm.com uh, I know it's available on Radio 365 I actually have a live feed I thought it'd be kind of fun Ooh. to kind of dial like just let me turn up the volume here we'll see what they're playing right now good
4: Finally, I've been waiting to hear that song on the radio.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not going to hear that on local radio. Uh, anyway, you are not. Um, l- maybe we, we we tune in just a little bit later in the show and see what they're playing there. So
4: sure. Yeah, I'm also announcing uh, today that I'm starting my own radio station, which is I'm just going to start playing all my Spotify playlists on an RSS feed <laughs> and call it LC Twenty Four Seven. No tooth, no problem. Hey, all That's right. right.
1: So uh, where can people? I win? have to come
4: up. I have to come up with the acronym for that though first. So L C t- two four seven C G no <laughs> N T for no teeth. N P no problem. That is the station. Write it down, easy to remember. Remember that the acronyms are great in Canada, so it should be uh, do quite well.
1: And is your mascot an otter?
4: <laughs> of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? I think the world was hoping to get 24-7 Wally Gator and Rich Dylan. Yeah. What do you think? The Meister 24-7. <laughs> Thing about Tommy Lee, though, is you know, they say that one of the positives of COVID is you have a lot of these artists that uh, will have time to use some of their creativity and put out music, and then you have Tommy Lee, <laughs> he is the exception that proves the rule.
2: Bananas.
4: <laughs> but uh, continue any other uh, related news? Yeah,
1: well, uh, Tommy Lee is, of course, a drummer for uh, um, Bang Tango, and oh, uh, yes. <laughs> facts people, yeah, mm-hmm. Molly Crew and Def Leppard have officially postponed. The Stadium Tour. Hey, by the way, just real quick, what what do you think is a worst tour name or least inventive? When Motley Crue and Kiss toured, and they called it the The Tour, or this one where they call
4: it the Stadium Tour? They they both are very uncreative. I, I think that all tours should just specify what's already set implied yeah. <laughs> by the venue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like the Casino Tour. Yeah. The. Uh, <laughs> the uh the the child oh, no.
1: support tour
4: <laughs> the state fair tour yeah.
1: the my house has been foreclosed on tour
4: the rock stars don't have IRAs so you'll see us again this summer tour <laughs> hey
1: that that has a ring to it
4: you like that yeah, yeah.
1: I could I want that on the back of a fucking t-shirt. Off. The list of tour exactly. dates that don't include my city. So yeah, this postponement is kind of shitty, if you ask me. Uh, the um, to back it up a little bit, we talked a little about this, this when it first went on sale. So many of these tickets were were bought by you know secondary ticket sites hoping to cash in on this thing. And yep. I, nobody's obviously buying fucking things for the, the these dates, you know, with everything that's going on. Everything's getting canceled. What moron is going, "Hey, they're going to be here in 3 weeks. Should we look for tickets?" No. So you know, all these fucking ticket brokers are sitting on these fucking basically money pits. Uh and and if if Ticketmaster is making it harder to get a refund on a postponed show, you know it's got to be damn near impossible to get one from StubHub or ticket King or our, all those fucking places, Vivid Seats. Mm-hmm. Seat geek, um, yeah, all those fucking shady pieces of shit.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Now, now, if I could, can I talk about the postponement versus cancel? Yep. Get into the it, general. Man. Okay. So again, we are not lawyers. We are not ticket brokers or or anything like that. But I, I am do a doctor, though. Just got my yes, dentist license yesterday. Oh, good. Good. I have one more tooth. I need you to take out. Please. Nice. Yeah, I don't think I need it. Okay. Um, but but the the thing is is that. I do know uh, that basically uh, John Bon Jovi of Bon Jovi fame made a – basically a press release saying, listen, man, I am 100% canceling our summer tour so that everybody can get refunds and things of that nature. So there's no bullshit. Well, we'll call it a completely different tour or something like that next year. It's not a postponement. It's a cancellation. Now, I'm not sure if this is across the board, but I do know – that basically within the legalese of all these different ticket brokers and ticket master, that if you say something is postponed, you have less recourse to get a refund because that event is eventually going to happen.
1: Yeah, you know I mean, it's, they, they've clearly taken advantage of that loophole by changing their own refund policy based on, on uh, events that have, that have been shut down because of COVID.
4: Right. With now, that some distinction may- – and you may be able to get a refund from Ticketmaster, for example, or Live Nation if on a postponement based on whatever. They may based on case, but but when it gets down to the next level, I think postponements are more and more difficult to get a proper refund uh, in, a, in a timely manner unless you 100% cancel the event. And I'll just go into one other thing about that. And obviously, the reason they're postponing is I think that means the artist gets to hold on to a chunk of that cash. Yeah. And then another That's person part gets of to it. have – and it has to do with all these different things where there's, 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 there's this bunch of money sitting somewhere that they want to hold on to because it's hard to give everybody refunds. And I get that part. But, but to postpone a tour, anybody that's doing – no, it's just that Motley Crue is not the only guilty party. Like uh, I think Weezer also yeah, oh, postponed. Oh, yeah, there's their, more postponements and
1: cancellations, yeah.
4: Correct. So, so and in that regard, I say, fuck it. We're not calling it the stadium tour. All these tours should be renamed Kick the Can Tour.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay? Because that's
4: all they're doing. Kicking it down the they're, street. They're, they're kicking it down the street. And you know what? Uh, next year, it's going to be... Uh, I don't think that anybody... I think this is the greatest scam of all time, if I could. And that is Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Georgia. They never planned on on ever touring. They planned on a a complete... Disaster happening where they take pe- <laughs> they take people's money, and I would say that next year we're going to get a postponement to 2022. People, they actually are doing this because they are honoring their cessation of touring contract Ooh. by actually never touring, just taking your money more, one more time.
1: What do you yeah. think about that? That is, uh, you know, what I, I I think there are some videos surfacing, some satellite videos that show Joan mm-hmm. Jett in Wuhan, of you know around the time this tour was announced. Ooh. So, uh, you know, coming out of some, uh, Bill Gates, lab, uh, exactly. holding <laughs> vials I'm... and then slamming them in the street and then, you know, uh, singing reputation and running down the, out of there. So
4: I don't know. All I can tell you is that, that I think that they are actually evil geniuses. Mm-hmm. You would uh... never see Motley Crue tour. <laughs>
1: I think that's a fantastic theory, and, and frankly, I'm rooting for it. That's what I want to be true. Uh, uh, I'll go with something a little more nefarious and a little easier to piece together as far as the dots, and that is uh, because 90% of these tickets were sold to robots. I don't have a friend. <laughs> who, who planned on selling them to humans at an inflated price. I think, you know, those companies, they probably, there's probably written in those things like you're, take the, you're basically treating a ticket like a commodity, you take the risk. In other words, this is on you. That, right. you know, because that's why they'll when the, when a show comes and it's not selling well, they'll slash prices and just try to get what they can out of it. With right. this cancellation, I th- I think like like all of a sudden they realize everybody's fucked if this comes out that this is how how it worked out and uh, yeah
4: that, that's my theory. I, I know, but I'll also go one step further with the whole thing about the majority of these tickets were sold to robots. Is I think we're going to have a robot uprising. Mm-hmm. And these robots are finally going to get off their ass and and fucking start rioting for all these tickets that, that these shows are never going to they're never going to have. This is Judgment Day.
0: Oh
1: man, what's the go to store to loot for a robot?
4: <laughs> <laughs> is there a three sides of the coin store retail outlet? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, robots are rioting. They have fucking took down the three sides of the corn merch market.
2: <laughs> oh.
1: It's not Branwold's <laughs> apartment, is just smoldering ash. Uh,
2: with everybody nothing, out alive, but, uh, by the
1: way. Uh I don't want to wish uh, too negative.
4: Uh, the, 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 the most popular uh, uh, <laughs> merch item at the Three of this Coin uh, but retail outlet is uh, the Ted Nugent uh, <laughs> If You Can't Lick 'em, Lick 'em Tour t shirt.
1: Previously worn,
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> previously sweating.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. They all come in one size mankini. <laughs> That's right. Um well let's let's uh let's see what's happening over on CGCM 365 radio here. Uh Oh
4: yeah, let's let's tune in.
1: that's a long song. Anyway, um, let's let's play some music of our own here. Um, I hear you have a special guest lined up to intro the next track.
4: I do. I felt he was the proper man to introduce this band, and that is the great from Decibel Geek, talk show host and personality and wrestling aficionado, Aaron Camaro.
0: My name is Aaron Camaro from the Decibel Geek Podcast. I'm really excited to bring you this Wiki Read because it is involving one of my all-time favorite bands, Local H. So let's get to the Wikipedia, which I find to be an awesome research tool that you can never go wrong because it's always right. And let's see what they've got to say about Local H. Local H is an American rock band formed in Zion, Illinois in 1990 by drummer Joe Daniels, bassist Cram Jansen, lead guitarist Johnny Sparkles, and rhythm guitarist Scott Lucas. One of Local H's first shows as a band occurred in April of 1990 at Fritz's Schnitzel Emporium during the JC-sponsored Bratwurst days in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. This is the infamous show where Scott was bitten by a radioactive badger while reloading their gear after the performance. Within weeks of the incident, Lucas would discover that his body was changing. Not only had his chest and arm hair doubled in thickness, he found he could now write flawless rock music. Local H has released nine studio albums, all of which have gone to number one in virtually every country on earth. In 1996, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame went against their own criteria of making an artist wait 25 years before being eligible to induct Local H. To this day, this amendment has never been afforded to any other artist. In 2017, Metallica opened several shows for Local H when a poll was held where fans could vote for local favorite bands to open select dates for the Local H tour. Local H continues to capture the imaginations of people all over Earth and are widely regarded as one of the most important musical acts of all time, on par with the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, and KISS lifers is their critically acclaimed ninth studio album released on april 10th 2020 its release coincides with the 30th anniversary of that fateful night in sheboygan my name is aaron camaro reminding you if you read it on the internet it must be true i present now for your listening enjoyment a song written especially for this show cobras in fire what an honor it must be it's local h with valley of snakes
4: started this show, it always been my dream, much like Aaron Camaro's to be a game show host, but <laughs> for, for me, to be a meme. <laughs> what about you? Uh,
1: yeah, it um it's definitely been a life goal, uh, you sure. know, uh, and, and it's been happening more lately, uh, and so... Yeah, what uh, I think the one of the first ones that I recall, I think it was Bill Elam did the one with uh, Kermit the Frog. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder, what are Luz and Baco doing right now? Um, yeah,
4: and just staring out to yeah. a rainy day and just wondering in deep thought. And I thought, this is wonderful. I mean, this is basically this is a, a, a life-changing event for me. You know, to be thought this way by our fans, it's quite an honor. Agreed. Uh, yes. But we've had a, a kind of a
1: rash this last couple of weeks. A couple from uh, uh, Pods and Sods host Eric Miller. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the first one he did was, uh, and I can't believe I have, I have Chewbacco is what he called it. It was it was me as Chewbacca. I, I like uh, I have come up with little puns for my name for twenty, thirty years now. I,
4: that was right there. Yeah,
1: it's like uh, how does this one get missed? So yeah, now when I when I'm applying for a, a bogus email account to extend my
4: Netflix free
1: trial, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can use Chewbacco at gmail dot com for one of them. But uh,
4: I think you should write that on your next time you have to apply for a loan. <laughs> Something like that. That's I've, your signature.
1: I've already used up Apocalypse now and Tobacco.
4: So now. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. I didn't know. About, I knew about the tobacco, yeah, but not the other one. The, uh, um, but, but the other one, if I could, is is also uh, uh, a new radio's uh, is also the name of the radio station. It's uh, L- lc C three P O. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah was, uh, I almost felt like he's like shit. I should probably do one for him too, and I,
4: it, it, was yeah, it was right the there. L C three P O. Uh <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. We did that long time ago on the show, by the way. When I gave oh, you okay, yeah. So that one's actually has been. I've said that. At least once. But I don't know what, what program they're using. Some Star Wars generator oh, it's, thing. Where it's top actually, end. Uh, you, can, for... you can add the faces. <laughs> yeah. You can add the faces. Like, like Like to see me with like a yellow metal face and some shitty smirk of mine uh, yeah. is, is quite, is quite <laughs> it, like smart. I said, it's, it's an honor, and you as a big hairy beast, it looks like you're, that was basically what you looked like uh, during COVID up to about a week ago, right?
1: Yeah, I was just starting to be able to get, you know, sleep during the night from all the riot activity in the Twin Cities here, had settled down, and then I see this, and I, I, I have not slept well since, uh, they're... <laughs> uh both of them were disturbing but mine was kind of creepy uh but
4: uh yeah yours is, they're great but there's there's more memes and that but but wait there's more if yes, you want to check yeah. out go check out i think it's only on our private group so yep, if you the fire. show if you're a fan of the show just go to facebook go to our cobras and fire facebook page and if you're not part of it ask to become a member of the cobras on fire private group continue please
1: uh, okay, so, there, there, yeah, there's been a couple more this week. Um, I think it was Toomey shared one that was, uh, yeah, so, and, and Toomey, I don't know if he made this, I assume he did, but yeah, it's a meme that says, so badass when people are pictured walking away from things they just destroyed. And so it's it's got four images. It's got Iron Man walking away from some of the destruction. I, I think it's John Wick. Is that right? Keanu Reeves yep. in something, um, and then the Joker, of course, walking away. And then it's Elsie walking away from a witch, witch restroom. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I It "Should be a woman's room."
4: <laughs> so By I the think way, he, he I- made a second one. Uh, That's right. I haven't seen that one. I just know that they put my head on top of some uh, guy that looks like a jander with a loose belt and a, and a gut. It's a, it's a good look. Oh my god! And you, you have one even 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 more spectacular. Yeah, you the... want to get into that one? Please. It's a it's a it's a beautiful uh, picture of Baco doing Baco shit, and uh, he is walking around with a I believe a tiger tiger king jockstrap. Nothing else. <laughs> uh, a helmet. Like an evil Knievel helmet, some nice glasses, and some high-heel red shoes. While clogs of just, some
1: sort. Yeah.
4: Clogs. Just everything is burning in the background. So I'm enjoying that one, too. Especially, uh, you know, that, I got to tell you, it looks like you're definitely working out. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, th- th- this meme has been going <laughs> around
1: uh, with the headline, If 2020 Was an Album Cover.
4: Oh, is that what? Okay.
1: And so someone, I love so, that yeah, picture. Gene Vogel was kind enough uh, to doctor it up to say Baco doing Baco shit. Uh, but I love, Sean, I love Sean. Did you see Sean Cullen's comment? No, go ahead. He said, uh, the most Bacoing that Baco could have ever Bacoed. So. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> My name is now, is that a verb or an adjective? Uh, I, I don't know, but all you're doing is just feeding our ego. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it, it's, 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 my lord, yeah, I, my my Bring wife it. already thinks I'm uh, unbearable. So
4: that's right. Wait till now, See, honey, baby. Listen, honey, is there anybody online making these kind of images, spending their time photoshopping <laughs> your head on something? Exactly. No. Yeah. Goddamn right.
1: Get back to me when you have a meme.
4: We are internet famous.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I used to um, hypothesize that I maybe in, I don't know about five ten years ago. That I was probably the 10 millionth most famous person on the planet. Right. And I thought that was fairly modest. You know, I I say it to my wife. She's like, God, you're fucking smug. You just think you're uh, 10 millionth. I'm not an A-lister. I'm like a Z-lister.
4: Yeah, exactly. Now you're a (laughs) bragging. You're working way up the alphabet.
1: So, yeah, thank you to everybody. Uh, feel free to have fun at our expense. I don't care. Please. Um, uh, no. it's, it's all part of fun. And, yeah, the, the, of course, come join the group if you haven't yet. It's uh, it's a lot of listeners and us just having fun. We interact and, and just show topics, music stuff, that kind of crap. But it's all the typical nonsense that you would think we would have. So, And thank sure. you to the uh, Eric Miller, uh, Gene Vogel, and, of course, friend of the show, Josh Toomey. Uh, for, uh, I guess they're all friends of the shows, but... Anyway,
4: um, yeah, keep it up. And Bill Elam. Yeah, please. I mean we have a great sense of humor by ourselves. Uh, if we don't like it, we'll just ban you from the group and pull your show down.
2: From fire that out Mein heißer Schrei
4: Earlier, I was talking about my passion for vinyl and our passion for music in general. You know, anytime, you know, we are very creative types. and uh, Very much so. And very much so. We're artists uh, of a certain caliber. And it's always great to see, I think, anybody that brings something unique to the world and pretty much goes all in for it, which shows their passion for whatever it is. And I think that you have a a, a more like a local Minnesota story, a little, little local flavor uh, that you'd like to share with the
1: audience. Yeah, and if I could actually go back a little bit. Um, uh, sure. This was shared by myself and my wife on Facebook, as well as Gene Vogel in the Facebook group. So I really appreciated it when uh, four days later you uh, private messaged me this story and said the exact quote I used when I put it on my page. It just said, hero. and like, you know, which is, you know, kind of your go-to thing. And then then you we have sure. this, these arguments where I'm like, bullshit, I did. <laughs> I haven't been on Facebook. I haven't, you know...
4: Listen, everything on the show you came up with and you created. Okay? Oh. Let's we'll just, we'll just do that.
1: That's, I'll just uh, cut and pa- – Yeah, you, I like how, yeah. how you like turn it into that. Like just common courtesy is what I'm talking about. It's not like I created this thing. You know, when right. you share somebody's meme from their page, you're acknowledging, hey, you made me chuckle. I'm going right. to share it from you. You're the guy that you download it and then you repost it as your own. You are fuck Jerry. That's what you are.
4: No, I am. I am – I'll tell you who I am. I am somebody that just – listen – I'm just going to say right now you are the creative force behind this show <laughs> everything you everything on the show is has been one of your ideas it's just that I own 51% of it uh you're, you <laughs> Oh, we're going back to that well, all right <laughs> anyway yeah. ampersand, ampersand, I have the ampersand, go ahead,
1: yeah, a local hero Matt Peterson here he lives in northeast Minneapolis, and uh what we're talking about, of course, is the death metal ice cream truck <laughs> uh, this was a, a story pretty much written for the two of us though so. um so if, I, if, if
4: this was a, if this was a Canadian, one it would be called the d m i c t
1: would you like to explain that anagram?
4: Uh death metal ice cream truck. Okay. It flows off the tongue, just like CGMP. Uh, oh, fuck, I, I give up.
1: It really does uh, flow off the tongue, though. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we, being local, I actually reached out to Matt, owner of the Hell General is what it's called. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before I get into that, uh, let's get break down the story a little bit. Be- and, and this has been picked up by, you know, not just locally, but basically internationally. He's been on a few other podcasts, it turns out. Um really? Yeah. And um, he, uh, he, this was, I that the story today on MSN. So, I mean, the, this thing is <laughs> no, you everywhere. you didn't.
4: Yeah. You didn't get, wow, yeah, he's right made there. MSN. All right. All right. Well done for this guy.
1: I mean, they basically just, you know, cut and pasted the story from its original source, whatever they, they grabbed it from. But, uh,
4: yeah. So that, uh, so, so what I do? It,
1: Exactly, they are MSN. Except for they credited the uh, oh, okay. the source. <laughs> All right, hero. No, what you do is call what we call plagiarism, or you know, oh.
4: okay,
1: okay. Uh, so basically, to, to describe the truck, it's basically an it's an actual ice cream truck that uh, he has painted black, of course, with uh, dark red <laughs> seats. Um, and he has like um, little stickers on the outside that look like th- he's selling ice cream, but it, at closer inspection, all of these stickers are of different ice cream treats are actually different band logos and stuff of that nature. Um, no ice cream is available for sale at any time, um, <laughs> and he drives this. The the, the the story sells it like he just drives through his neighborhood trying to get kids to think they're going to get ice cream, and then he just kind of grins and drives slowly away. <laughs> Uh, blasting, of
2: course.
4: So this truck sounds incredible. Can you give me a little more description, though? Like from the band logos to just how this, this music blasts out so people can hear it.
1: Well, well, not too surprising. I didn't recognize a good amount of the band logos, but I know that, like the Misery Index was on there, and American Head Charge. And you know, I-, I gave them some props for the creativity there. They're actually pretty convincing ice cream treats um (laughs) okay uh yeah and uh, so there are two speakers on the outside on the front of the vehicle that is more for like uh like for him to announce things of that nature um (laughs) and then he has like just a regular stereo that with speakers loaded on the inside and trust me it's plenty loud especially when he's got the the driver doors open let me get into that a little bit because like I had to reach out to this guy when when this this, I mean if this was in Denver I would have mandated you know, (laughs) loose you got to go track this fucker down go up to Boulder and find out about this dude, but uh, yeah so he lives about twenty minutes from my house Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, we made arrangements to set up and there uh, so there will be a YouTube video interview with the guy the the full complete interview available but as a bonus I got to ride. In the death metal Ooh. ice cream truck, uh, ice and <laughs> like we're sitting there, and you know be, you're, you're so ingrained to put a seatbelt on nowadays. So it was very instant when I was like, so what do you do about seatbelts? Because there are none, um, and you're you know it's like a ice cream truck with the doors wide open. You're basically. It's not like a window. It's a. It's the entire side of the vehicle that you can just fall out. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> right, right. It's like a delivery truck or whatever. Yeah, exactly,
1: like put, a you know? UPS truck. But you know those. Sure. So the doors are open, and like you know, it wasn't like we were whipping around or you know, uh, holding on for dear life or anything like that. But yeah, it was. It was glorious. Uh, when he turned the right. the music on, and I was just surrounded by. Bah! Uh, it, it really, it really hit home and suddenly it all made sense. I was like, this yeah. is the best idea ever, but, uh, yeah. well,
4: yeah, some kind some kind of pussy putting on a seatbelt and a death metal ice cream truck. <laughs>
1: exactly, man. You gotta, I think, yeah. he, Listen, he, if
4: you get on there, he kind of looked just, at me that way,
1: like pussy. <laughs> I
4: know. Like if you're on this thing and I hit, and I sh- stop short, you're going through the windshield like a fucking man.
1: Yeah i have to admit i i think i kept having the feeling that i've actually ran into matt at some event of some sort of, i'm not sure what it would have been but uh there was something very familiar about him but uh look like i said the whole interview will uh will be available when this episode is out on youtube on our youtube channel and we'll share that up and stuff uh and he doesn't disappoint. Uh, he's, <laughs> first of all, a really cool laid-back guy, but uh, he has a story of childhood trauma related to um, the ice cream man. Well, that
4: sounds fun. Yeah, and that's
1: the, that was the other thing, is that like so often I would notice that ice cream trucks were kind of jerks when they're mm. supposed to be like these jolly guys. Some, that are... some hurt feelings from youth? Oh, certainly. I actually have a uh, uh, scar on my wrist from a... Uh, uh, Bashing through a porch window because a uh, ice cream man started leaving before I could get back to. Uh, we had. Were, a, were you running through it? Oh yeah, I was. I had a deal with uh, with the guy that I would get into the house and back, and by the time I got back, he was driving away, and I just started pounding on the window, and I pounded so hard <laughs> I was like eight. I was like eight years old, and I pounded so hard that it just broke through the glass and cut my wrist. And you've hated ice cream man ever since then, huh? Yep. Um, and, uh, and how it all ties into to the build up to this. So, um, but <laughs> I don't know what else to say about this man. He, he's just someone that uh, basically has uh, made the world a better place, if you
4: ask me. I just, I just admire the whole concept of you can have. This sounds like a uh, you know, something that at two in the morning, you just make a joke about at a bar, you know, like having a, a mm-hmm. death metal ice cream truck and doing exactly this. But I just admire the fact that he has taken a creative endeavor that is less profitable than ours. I mean, we have a, we, we don't plan on ever really monetizing this show, but he has a way of never having a profit deal ever. You know what I mean? like, he bought a, he bought an ice cream truck. So he had to seek down an ice cream truck. He then bought black paint. He figured out to do these logos and he's not selling anything no. so so he's, he's that thing probably gets five miles to a gallon you know
1: what yeah, I mean? and, and by the way Gold. all the artwork on this thing from the logo the logo is brilliant uh, I'll, I'll share that yeah. as well but to describe it it's like an ice cream cone but at the top of the cone is like uh, Viking horns coming out and that's the entire back
4: and top of the ice cream truck uh, I think it's amazing it, I mean it's nothing but it's 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 basically the equivalent of him driving around is when you drove around and you uh, went to the sidewalk and somebody said, "What's your favorite COVID yeah. song?" and you wrote or, or album, and you wrote Slayer's "Rain and Blood" right. in chalk. a fifty-year-old man doing this kind of kind of thing, but that's his version of that. But he's just driving around. You're really ter- pushing me into that five zero, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> You're going in, buddy. And, uh, but but like he, he's doing all this. But but I gotta tell you. Here you go, Mr. Death Metal Truck Man. Start selling some vinyl on that bitch. You Mm. get people there. The people, what is this all about? I don't have any ice cream, but I got a shitload of albums to sell you out of the back (laughs) of my truck, bitch.
1: He does have something that he gives away that he keeps him back. What's that? Earplugs. So he's got a big box of earplugs.
4: <laughs> okay, that's good. If you go into neighborhoods, you start terrorizing. The police don't show up because they're they're busy with the riots. Just and throwing
1: earplugs out on the sidewalk for the people.
4: Yeah. It's like, just put these in and shut up. No, you just you just go door to door. Here are some earplugs. I'm going to sell you. I will be driving by. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy these for a dollar. Money with loose cannon. You yeah, are the James uh, Simmons of, uh, of the show. That's correct. Uh, How do you monetize the death metal ice cream truck that doesn't sell ice cream? <laughs> There is there are some there's some ideas in general, but but you know, I applaud this man.
1: I was disappointed for... because it doesn't sound like he actually hates children. I thought this could be like a oh. a hero for me and Joey Haney, who both hate <laughs> children. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but no, he was uh he was actually a really cool guy and all that stuff. But what do you think's is a, a better investment? A death metal ice cream truck that doesn't sell ice cream or maybe a a timeshare?
4: If you're looking for a write off for your taxes, either put down podcasting or this, and both and both both things will definitely be a mm-hmm. deduction, I think. And that is your tax tip of the week. Nice.
1: From Elsie. LC. Elsie's tax nice tips.
4: True. Speaking of death metal, you want to listen to some uh, some rock radio from Canada?
1: Yeah, let's dial up and we'll see what's going on on the C G C M 365 radio. For the game. Well, you can find stuff like that and, uh, I don't know stuff like that and more at CGCM com radio whatever it is. Go to their Facebook page, you'll find it. Uh, in all seriousness, congratulations to Rich and Wally, Wally Gator, of course, uh, former colleagues of ours, but now they're basically mortal enemies. Uh, Absolutely, ha- having especially now launching their Threat. own twenty four hour twenty four seven polka radio station, whatever the fuck they're playing there. But no, uh, congrats guys, good luck with all this stuff. And yeah, if you if you really want to listen to to just kind of like uh i don't know i guess it'd be wally's thumb drive uh go ahead and um, <laughs> tune in man. T- it's got to be better title. than fucking hard rock radio right now
4: true but remember and, and just for those not familiar that those little acronyms stand for canadian geeks with beers chatting metal you got that exactly go.
1: this has been fun but uh i think it's time to get out of here i should probably take a shower and. Uh, I have to go. Uh, I'm, I'm cat sitting for my daughter, so I have hmm. to run over to her house and feed their cat and bird.
4: It sounds like a full day.
1: Yeah. Just probably um, go. yeah and then I got to come back so. and deal with this shit. But uh, it's supposed to be it's wicked hot here today, really muggy. So it'd be good time to sit in the basement and edit a podcast, I'm thinking.
4: Excellent. Get to it. <laughs> anyway, you want to get out of here? I do. Rock's not dead. But to kick the can to 2025.
1: Sports when they do the huddle and like go team go on three. They actually go on four every time. Ooh. They don't know they go one, two, three, go team go. See, that's on three. That's it's a go one, two, that's... go team, go is be what you're doing. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's
3: technical. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.